Hello, welcome to episode two of the Casey Bakery. My name's Kevin. My name is Jeff. And happy Halloween to everyone who's celebrating. Happy Halloween. And if you're still celebrating Halloween, good on ya. <laughs> I got all I could handle of Halloween last weekend. Yeah, you know, let's, uh, our first episode, you know, actually, we got a lot of good feedback. Um, at least to the people I spoke to. And... All 11 of you, thank you very much. All 11 of you, thank you for listening. And just as an update, we're a little late on getting into the game, but the Cardinals have already scored in 2 minutes, 49 seconds, 6 plays, 71 yards. So your man Jeff's play is looking good. Yeah, it looks real good for Jeff. So we're going to kind of change the format a little bit, and we're still learning on the fly. We're going to make some changes. We're going to get nice, fancy intros, outros. Bear with us. We're going to do it, right? We got new equipment. I'm super happy about it. We're still a long ways away from where I want us to be, but that's not where we're going to talk about today. Today, we're going to talk about our triple Bs. We're going to talk about last week's or week seven's triple B list from what we did last time. So, Jeff, I'm going to let you start start off and, uh, yeah, tell me who you got. Oh, for, for last week's triple B, yeah. I, uh, I have myself, actually. <laughs> Like I like I mentioned, I got about all the Halloween I could handle last weekend. I went out to a party. Uh, you were there. Yeah. You 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 yeah. came as well, Kevin. And by the time you arrived, you and and Cynthia clued me in that you had tried to call me a few times. Yeah. And I did not receive the calls because I did not have my phone. <laughs> now, now I will say credit to Ronnie. Shout out Ronnie annual Halloween party. It's always dope as fuck. And it was so dope that I think I was there for like two hours, maybe two and a half hours by the time Kevin and Cynthia showed yeah. up. And I had it, it had not even occurred to me to check for my phone in my pocket by that time. Not, not one time had I even thought, oh, I should pull out my phone because I, that's how good of a time I was having. But what an amateur move. Amateur move. Lose your phone. Lose your phone in an Uber. Lose your phone at the party. It, um, it's like I'm back in fucking college. <laughs> No, I'm th- 34 years old. <laughs> Losing my phone on a Friday night, never to be recovered. I actually just got a new one today. And on top of that, to add insult to injury, I'm watching my plays on Sunday. And last week, I went 8-7 and seven in our pick and pool, where yeah. we have to pick every game against the spread. Yep. So I had a, a winning record there by the skin of my teeth. But I went 1-4 and four in football games I actually put extra money on last week so i thought carolina at san fran was a good play fucking stupid i thought the new york jets might be able to keep it close at jacksonville what was i thinking i bet on the arizona cardinals at new orleans not knowing drew Brees was going to be back this was the the worst week i've had and actually betting on games so far and for all of these reasons i am week eight's triple b <laughs> So still not reigning champion, Mitch Trubisky? Nope. Um, even though he put <laughs> together a shitty performance worthy of the Triple B crown, I think I did rest it away from him with my losing the phone on Friday as a 34-year-old <laughs> and going over on Sunday. So so the the one game I bet on last week that hit was, was the Thursday night game that we were talking about yeah. in our first episode. So... I watched all four of my wagers lose on Sunday. Thank God for the Nationals coming through to save my balance so I don't have to pay my bookie. <laughs> Hanging on by the skin of my teeth. Which I'll say this, just a just a fun stat, which we've 
talked about already today, but I just want to kind of bring it up because this is just absolutely fascinating to me. This entire World Series and three other major sports, no team has ever gone through a series and not won home field. Right. Yeah. That's, the, yeah. That's like absolutely mind boggling to me. The away team won every every game in this World Series, but and we were talking about this earlier. I, in in baseball, it makes sense to me because in in football, home field advantage, the advantage is well defined, right? The offense wants to talk. The quarterback wants to yell at his receivers. It wants to put people in place. So, yeah. be the, the general, home, yeah, be, right, yeah. So the home field screams makes it impossible for that to happen. The home crowd giving it, it also makes it impossible for people to hear the snap count. So. You know, the offensive linemen don't know when the football is going to be snapped any better than the defensive linemen. It gives the defensive the defensive team an advantage. It's a clear-cut advantage. But in, in baseball, the home team just screams all the time no matter what. So yeah. I don't really know what advantage it confers. In fact, it kind of makes sense to me that the away team would win every game or the majority of the games in the postseason because the pressure's lower. I would rather, and, and I'm not a a high-caliber competitive athlete. I'm not really any sort of competitive athlete. But if I were to put myself in that mindset, and this is maybe part of why I'm not at that level, <laughs> I I would be much more comfortable trying to piss off an away crowd in a baseball game than having all the pressure of a home crowd just bearing down on me every at-bat. Oh, yeah. And that's where we kind of get into a little bit of a disagreement and it's more so just more so the the theory of home field advantage you don't have to travel you get to stay home you get to be comfortable you know sports psychology would say you play better when you're relaxed right, right. the so routine that, is big exactly right. and so well and given that Kirk Cousins a is an animal of routine that would be like a good example of he plays better when it's a 1 p.m game and he doesn't have to leave Minnesota and he gets to eat his home-cooked meal, and he gets to have a nice little drive to the stadium. Right, and we know he gets up bright and early every day, yeah. so he's, like, ready to go by one. By by 3.30, Kirk Cousins is ready for the cafeteria. <laughs> yeah, he's he's ready for the early bird special at Groan's Cafe. Yeah, and so, again, this is just an absolutely fascinating stat to me that no, no one in this series, because Houston went on what? A three-game win streak, right? Yeah, and yeah, in, in Washington. Yeah. It had me scared. I, I had... I had Washington straight up for the series. I bet on them on the first two games and then miraculously did not bet on them again in the series, although the last two games obviously would have paid off. Yeah. But I thought, frankly, <laughs> I thought for sure after the Astros swept the games in Washington that there was no way Washington was going to go back to Houston and win both games. But by game seven, and I wish I would have put an individual wager on game seven because Max Scherzer on the mound in a deciding Game 7. You give me that guy, that bulldog, that heterochromia, just monster of the mound, and I'll take it any day. I was pretty confident at that point. Yeah. But just a fun little baseball stat, and, well, obviously with baseball now officially over, congratulations to the Washington Nationals, which is funny because the Washington, D.C. area actually has winners outside of the Redskins. Winners for the first time I can ever remember. Yeah. I'm not old enough to remember Joe Gibbs on the R words. Yeah. I, I don't know. I can't remember Washington team being good, but it's yeah. kind of fun. Oh, wait. The Capitals actually the Capitals just won, well. yeah, just won the Stanley Cup. Yeah, I was going to say. Shows you how much I pay attention <laughs> to hockey. The Washington, you know, they're being spoiled. They're getting a little spoiled. You got two GD championships 
they are. Don't worry about your football team. That can just kind of take a back seat. You're fine. No big deal. Right. right. And so my triple B of the week actually goes back to Mitch Trubisky. Ooh, okay. He played the absolute this is just this this just bothers me. So we're going he's the crowning two week in a row triple B winner. He comes into this game and it's surprising because he didn't show any liveliness. He didn't show that he cared necessarily. Even Matt Nagy said, "Hey, go watch yourself on the, you know, on the TV, you know, telecast and you know, what do you see?" He's like, "I see someone who looks stern and blah 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 this and that." I'm just like, he's like, "Well, yeah, that's not but that's not me. I can't figure out you know, I don't want to be that person." I'm just like, "Well, then who are you supposed to be? We have one and a half seasons essentially of your play and well, he's gotten worse. Yeah, you've you've he has regressed, and this is going to show in our picks this week. He's just absolutely regressed. He's he is now a liability, and honestly, at this point, our our little uh, quote of last week was: "The sooner you accept L's, the sooner you can start getting W's." Yes, right? and that's a paraphrase of the actual quote we're using. But that's that's kind of the point. I don't know why the Bears haven't. They didn't go out again. The trading deadline was on Tuesday, four p.m. They didn't go out and get anyone they didn't get maybe nick Foles, even though he's still kind of injured but it's like you didn't get nick Foles. you didn't trade for i don't know teddy well, they're, bridgewater they're you didn't clear trade. they're clearly just not ready to move on completely you know but, and but that's the problem right we've seen enough of mr bisky i'm sorry we have yeah i, I have. have the bears apparently have not the, par- the bears are apparently are still Al- hitching their horse although it seems like maggie had horse. when he declined oh. to even run the ball or let trubitsky even try and get and a few this yards. Is, and this was my biggest, this is the biggest B move that you're such a liability that you don't even run for more yards. You don't run or pass for more yards to give your kicker a easier, not saying he wasn't going to make it, but an easier opportunity to make that field goal. Well, of all places in Chicago, you've got you got to know you've got to give the kicker yes, every advantage after the double doink last year. And Pinheiro has not been hot this year. And here's the problem: he missed a 33 yarder earlier that day. Right, <laughs> right. Are you kidding me? And now you're going to tell him make a 41 in windy Chicago? Okay, with cool. the game on the line. With the game on the line. Yeah, no way. And you lost to you. This is the absolute most Chargers way of losing. You know you, how? Yeah, it was just that Mr. Bisky and the Bears are, were my triple B of this week. It was just an absolute travesty that they should they should have won that one. I don't care if they make it or win the NFC North, but you should have won that game against a weakened and worse Chargers team. You know how there are different uh, federations of boxing, in yeah. you know so so yeah. Klitschko and my, my boxing's not good nor current, but you know so Klitschko might have the you know international heavyweight championship but Lennox Lewis might have the WB whatever heavyweight championship belt yeah. I feel like you and I each have our own triple B belt and now yeah. Mitch Trubisky has both. yeah he's, he's got the unified triple B title now yeah. he's got he's got your belt and he's got my belt exactly that's pretty much it and that's it's just I'm so done undisputed with, yeah, triple undisputed. B <laughs> he is our current two-week champion because he's just back to back honestly how as a I'm sorry yes you've only had one college season of actual playtime and then you had one NFL season. So you've effectively only had two major years of quarterbacking and you just haven't learned. 
I'm sorry, you should have stayed. Stay back, learn the you know, learn the trade. You've made your money now. You've made your you know your millions. And but I, and I've got to I got to just also tell you before we get into too much of last weekend's recap. Another reason why I was triple B of the of the week for myself was because lost phone, big party, obviously. Uh, two-day hangover, if I'm being serious, probably more like a three- or four-day hangover, <laughs> and I was barely able to even watch football on Saturday and yeah. Sunday. So I'm going to do my best to pretend like I've got some takes based on last week, but as <laughs> soon as we can move on to this week's picks, the sooner I'll be able to talk some football. Yeah, let's, we're going to go ahead and do this. We're gonna just going to rapid-fire very quickly, and actually, while you do that... Uh, I also want to touch on Outer Worlds at some point. Before yeah, let's, no, actually... Let's talk about Outer World. So I actually haven't played it yet. I haven't gone in and done any of that. So we're going to have this section be our video game topic. And we're going to let Jeff kind of talk here for a few minutes about pros, cons, what you like, what you don't like. And let's just get your review. So if you ever played Fallout New Vegas and enjoyed that game, you've got to get Outer Worlds. It is so much fun it's what i wish fallout 4 was i kind of wish they had the fallout license so this could be a fallout game you can tell they want it to be a fallout game the first world is pretty desolate it involves a power plant it involves the possible diversion of the power from a camp outside the town and stop me kevin if you're worried about spoilers here but you know this is very early on in the game just just to let everyone know Always expect spoilers. Always expect spoilers. Always expect spoilers. We may drop We're some not, spoilers. I don't care. Oh, I didn't watch Joker yet. Or, oh, why well, haven't gotten around to watching The Lord of the Rings? Okay, that's not my problem. You can skip this part. Not my problem. Yeah, sorry. But Continue. Outer, Outer Worlds is the first game in a long time that's made my days better um, because I know I get to play Outer Worlds when yeah. I get home. And, and I've had... I've actually had fun stuff to do, quote unquote, all week with like friends or family after work. And I, frankly, I've been kind of pissed off about it all because really what I've wanted to go home and do is play Outer Worlds. <laughs> and Kevin, please don't drop this podcast before the weekend, if you don't mind, because I can't have people knowing that I have a phone because don't call me, don't text me. This weekend is all Outer Worlds for me. I'm in love with it. I love it. It's just a fucking blast. So Jeff, yeah. So you're wanting to make note. One more note. I just yeah. wanted to to touch one more thing on Outer Worlds, and that's that it has a Firefly vibe to it. So if you watched okay. the show Firefly, R.I.P. Gone Before It's Time, only one season, and then we had one, only one excellent movie, but damn short, but just great. It's got a major Firefly vibe. There's like a little bit of a Wild West thing. There's some steel guitar strums that just kind of come in at the right spots. And it's just, man, that's that's <laughs> yeah, the last I'll like say it. about it for of now. Course. But, yeah. you know, if you've ever been a fan of Fallout, Firefly, fuck, even Skyrim. Love it. Get, get, just love it. Just get the game. Yeah. Enjoy it. Yeah. So we're going to go ahead and do this. Um we're going to go ahead and jump to week eight's picks. So I did absolutely horrible again. Week, week nine. I wish it was week eight. Or are we going back to week eight? We're going back to week eight. Okay, gotcha. Just to go over the picks just very quickly. Um, final scores, Washington, Minnesota. That was our Thursday night game. Minnesota bitched out and could have covered. They were literally 
on fourth and two and decided, you know, we're just going to run it and give the ball back with 30 seconds left. The sporting thing to do, the polite thing to do, the thing Kirk Cousins would do. Yeah. Yeah. Bitch out. Give them. Um, Don't want to beat you too bad. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I lost that pick. I, I believed in Kirk Cousins, and I believed, hey, maybe, just maybe, he could have actually done something. But no. He won the game. Obviously, they got the W. But, you know, by 10 against number one, Dwayne Haskins, because what we missed actually last week was that Case Keenum got concussed. Oh. That's what we missed. Gotcha. He got concussed. So that's why they brought in Dwayne Haskins. It wasn't by choice. It was by necessity. When you're baking up hot takes in the kitchen, in the bakery, sometimes you miss something on the You miss a little bit of the details. Yeah. Uh, the Indy versus Denver. Wow, this was a horrible game to watch. Um, Indy only won by two. They were supposed to, you know, the spread was six and a half. Boy, oh boy, did oh man, did the well, first and for game... a, for a while it looked like Denver was going to win that Den- game. If yeah. I remember, they scored first again. I didn't get to watch a whole lot of football, but I was one of two in our pick and pull to pick Denver. Very proud yeah. to have it was a yeah. it was a last minute move too yeah. last week. If you were listening last week, you know that I had Indy. And during our pick segment, I actually switched over to Denver. I yep. don't like doing that, but a good switch it was. Yes, it was. And Brisket showed kind of two things for me. It was a bit of a Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde vibe. First off, he did not look good the first three quarters. He looked very mediocre. Didn't seem great. It was really those last two drives where he manned up. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna win this, I'm gonna win this game for us. They were like inside their five. And there was actually a point where you know, he was running in the back of their end zone and almost looked like he stepped out. And that would have been, obviously, a safety. Yeah. And that would have absolutely just ruined their opportunity to win the game. But, alas, they come through. They Adam Vinatieri actually missed. Here's actually my problem. And I should have made Vinatieri my triple B of the week, but I, I withheld because he's an old man. So I got to you know respect your elders. You got to respect the, the, he, one of the best of all time. He missed and dropped seven points on that field. If he makes those two field goals an extra point, they cover. <laughs> yeah, think about that. I did he, not think about yeah, that. He drops seven, they cover. So next pick, we've got the Chargers for Chicago, which we've already talked. We're not going to go into it. That was the easiest pick of the week. Yeah, it was... Uh, Atlanta, Seattle. Here's another oh, I'm game. I'm sorry. That was actually the easiest pick of the week. Yeah. This was just an absolute. I don't know if Pete Carroll gave Dan Quinn like a, here, here's a free bone. We'll let you come back. Because they were 24-0 and zero by halftime. Yeah, he let off the gas. He let off. He didn't let off. He did not let just let off the gas. He reversed to allow the guys to catch up to him. That's what happened. Yeah, my that that game though was such an obvious pick. My bookie never even had it on the board. Yeah. That thing opened at three and a half. It got to six and a half at most houses. It really couldn't have gotten high enough. Although if it had gotten a point higher, <laughs> Atlanta would have been the right yeah. side. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jets versus Jacksonville. This was just man. I am. I may just be the only person in our pickums that actually believes that Sam Darnold can be a quality NFL quarterback, and it's probably burning, are, and burning me. Not to the same level of a Mariota, but he shows glimpses, and I think it's just really Adam Gase that's just fucking it up. 
well, they had like ghost costumes out in Jacksonville. Oh yeah, that's the problem with with getting caught on tape saying you're seeing ghosts about a defense. They they leaned into that hard, and it does not seem like Sam Darnold's reacted to no. I think it's a bounce back game, so I'll, we'll get to it here later. But I think it's going to be a bounce back game for that's, for the Jets. That's what I thought about last week. But we'll see. <laughs> uh, Arizona, New Orleans. Wow, this was another poor pick by me because I thought, hey, they're playing well. They're averaging twenty five points a game. Great. Let's pick Arizona and just nope. I didn't know Drew, Ble- Drew Brees, Brees came was going to be in. playing in this yep. game, and I knew Drew Brees was coming back, but I kind of over speculated that his thumb injury would actually hold him back a little bit so that's why i didn't pick him plus i hate the swamp town of new orleans regardless so i like new orleans but i hate the saints so. yeah fuck the saints uh yeah, it's this, always easy for me to pick against the saints man, if i can this, come up with a good reason this next dirtiest one. team in football by the way philadelphia at buffalo this was another one where this was actually my lock them in from last week i loved philly in this game but for some reason didn't put a fucking bet on it i i it, Anyway, yeah, I'm still 31 13. Josh Allen just looked real human. Five, uh, four total turnovers. It well, was, and, and Philly had some bouncing back to do after Doug Peterson went and called his shot down in Dallas. Yeah, and, and lost just the missed game. it. Yeah, just missed it. They needed, uh, <laughs> they needed this one for him. Here's our London game Cincinnati at LR, Cincinnati and the Rams in London. Now, funny enough, the refs called two touchdowns back. If they had allowed the two touchdowns, we don't cover. Well, that's a weird. So, yeah. There's always some weirdness in London, and in, in that, usually in a situation like this, it would tempt me to take Cincinnati. But I've been taking Cincinnati too much with their points. I keep thinking they're going to bounce back. I keep thinking they're not as shitty well, as, remember, as as Miami. They just benched Andy Dalton, but they are that yeah, bad. And they just benched Andy Dalton. So I finally learned my lesson. We're not picking took the Rams. Cincy. We're yeah. not picking Cincy. Yeah, don't give done. a shit. Twelve and a half. It's not too many. But didn't bet on the game. Yeah, yeah. This is another weird one. Uh, Tennessee with <laughs> Ryan Tannehill and Jameis Winston again. He had five turnovers as well. This is just absolute. Like, does he play with butter on his hand? Well, Can we, he not hold the ball? We, he- we 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 were talking about this yesterday, or at some point this week, and people looked at me like I was fucking stupid, but. Jameis Winston leads the league in balls that just go straight up in the air, in my opinion. They're, I don't know if they're fumbles. I don't know if they're passes. But they go they, – they're a little bit of both, but they go straight up in the air when he turns He's, the ball over. It's, I, I, it's, it's circus. It's comedic. It is a clown fiesta down there in Tampa. It, it's just – Bruce Arians is trying his goddamn hardest to, like – I don't blame I don't blame Bruce on this one. It is a hundred percent James. I think this year they just drop him. Oh, I, I kind of like Bruce. Yeah, I like Bruce. He's a he's a great. Give him a decent mind. quarterback, and yeah. he he can cook up an offense. Yep, exactly. And whatever accent he has, it's some mix of weird. I don't know what it is, but it's it, it just sounds like football. If if football had an accent, I think it would it's be Bruce, Bruce Arians. Arians. Yeah. <laughs> uh, New York Giants, the G Men in Detroit. Detroit showed up, they but <laughs> but not the, enough. But Danny Dimes clutched it for me. I was like, thank goodness. He kept it within seven and a half. Yep. Seven points. My God. That was like, I was watching that one. This is when I was like, please, Danny Dimes. Just, I don't need you to win. I just need you to cover. I thought Detroit <laughs> was going to put on a big show. And for a while, it looked like they were. 
they did get the win. It was yeah, comfy. They got the win. Yeah. I think Detroit's a pretty good team, uh, but obviously couldn't pull out the cover here. Yeah. The problem I have with Detroit is that in the last four games, every stat on defense has gone up. They've been giving more yards, more points. They're down conversions. Something's going on weird in Motor City, man. Yeah. it's. I don't know if it's Patricia or the teams they've been playing. It's not like they've been playing well, it's so, soft games. It's so hard for me to believe in a guy who has a pencil behind his ear and a laminated play sheet. <laughs> the pencil literally, like he could not write with that pencil if he wanted to on the thing that's in his hand. It's It just seems like such kind of a clown move, but... They're winning. They're, they're they're winning and they're keeping games close as close with good teams and in games they're losing. So And just as a heads up, an update on the game. Two minutes left in the first. Cardinals are up seven, but the Niners are charging downfield right now. Uh George Kittle came off a little limpy. Uh we'll see what happens with his left knee, but man, my boy Tevin Coleman. I man, I miss you, Tevin. I wish you were still in Atlanta, but Yeah, but you miss Kyle Shanahan. I miss too. Kyle Shanahan. He probably too. looked pretty good on Atlanta's sideline that head coaching. Hit coaching role. Yep. He would have, but Arthur Blake. Yeah, I, we'll get to that later <laughs> as well. There's a lot we have to disseminate about the Atlanta organization. Can we skip the next game? Uh, yes, we can go ahead and skip the San Fran Carolina game. That was just. That was. That, ooh, man. That, mayor, that, that was our bad call. Thank God. I hope none of the 11 of you from last week are listening <laughs> again this week. And if any of you are, I'm really sorry if you put money on my lock of the week because it could not have been more wrong. This was 51-13. I thought Carolina for sure would keep this game close. I thought no. they might win. I keep thinking the 49ers are going to come back to earth. I think that's what's going to happen tonight. That's why I have the Cardinals. Could not have been more wrong. Yeah, this was that was a rough game. We're just just no San Francisco 51, Carolina 13. Moving on. Uh this was a nice game. I actually really enjoyed watching this one. New England, Cleveland in New England, 27-13. This just continues to show that if Baker would just shut his mouth and actually play football and learn his craft, he could be a pretty quality quarterback. Not saying he's top 10 or even top five, nowhere near. But he shows glimpses of like, okay, he knows how to throw the ball. He knows how to read a defense. Nope. Just continues to be a buffoon on the field. Lost the cell phone, went 0-4 on Sunday's games, and I'm going to add another reason why um, last week's Triple B picked Baker Mayfield to keep this game close. Yeah. What was I don't, thinking? I don't even don't pick know. pick against the GOAT, man. That, by the, that's by my the, rule. When this game started and I refreshed my, my Pick'em's page and saw I hit Cleveland, I was like, what What? What happened? What, when did... What, how, <laughs> oh, touchdown. Why? George Kittle, who... Okay, that knee looks good now. Kittle's in bits. Yeah, Kittle, <laughs> Kittle's looking good. So we're all tied up. We just need the 49ers to... Uh, Win by ten. Well, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you've got a few more points to we go. Got quite a few, but it's early. It's essentially by the time they do this kickoff, it'll be the second quarter. Yeah, um, yeah this could get out of hand in a hurry if Kyle Shanahan gets his def- or this offense rolling. And it, it looks like they are. Yeah, it does kind of. But we'll uh, see. Next game, Houston. Man, this was a lot closer than I was hoping. And boy, oh boy, Houston looks a little rough now, losing JJ Watt. That defense has just gotten a little oh, weaker. J.J. Watts, a clown. He's a clown? Hold on. Clown Take show. Take time out. Clown show. Clown show. J.J. He looks, for one thing, he looks kind of goofy. He always looks top-heavy. J.J. Watts skips leg day. He looks like a Dave and Buster's was a person. That's right. He yeah, looks like a know, Dave and Buster's was a person. Jokester. 
I like JJ Watt. No and way. here here's the reason why is because I have family in Houston and during that hurricane he did a lot he did a lot for the city and state of you know Texas. That is the only reason that's I almost so, didn't talk shit on JJ Watt. That solidified it for me because my my uncle very serious note, my uncle went out and with his my cousins, his nephews took their boats and was going around houses trying to pick people up. So I, I very much know the devastation that that Houston hurricane had a few years ago. So for me, I so much respect for JJ Watt. Okay. Yeah, real, goofy. real talk. You yeah. know what? Real talk. Yep. I do have respect for JJ Watt in that regard. As yeah. a guy, I don't think he's like a douchebag. I don't think he's a bad guy. I think <laughs> he's a good guy, but he's just kind of a goober. Yeah. I, I just think he's a goober. He's not, he, he's not at all what you would consider a cool dude. Oh yeah, no. He's like he's very much the face of the Houston Texans. Like he's like the very the very face of a Houston Texan, right? You know, not the Which, football team, but a person, the Houstonian. Right. You know, right. Right. Got the big truck. And is a you know eats a lot of steak, works out, and you know, yeah, and it's just not yeah. that cool. <laughs> I <laughs> I, uh, I liked Oakland here. I I like Oakland. I think I might have. I think I might be picking Oakland just about every game this year, and for better and worse. I just kind of like them to to surprise people, to keep games close. Yeah, their with, offense is surprisingly good. Yeah, it, it really is. I think John Gruden is pretty good at motivating people. I think he got a lot of undue shit for trading Khalil Mack and Amari Cooper. I mean, those. Oh, yeah, it, 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 it's a tank job, and people don't tank in the NFL enough. He's basically setting himself up so that his first year in Vegas is going to be great. But in the meantime, he's got young talent. He's biding his time. Yeah. yeah. And I think, yeah. you know, he gets to play that underdog card. I I like Oakland to to surprise people in, in lots of games. This one was one of them, keeping, yep. uh, keeping it close with Houston. So here's a – actually, we're going to skip this next game and talk about it, but we're going to talk to the Monday night game, which is Miami and Pittsburgh. Wow, wow. This was a – Miami came up 14-0 early. They right. looked like they were going to – wow, okay, we're going to get our win. Fitzmagic yeah. was in the building. Again, Fitzmagic, the magic started bubbling up. Bu- 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 right, up. Right. But Mason Rudolph came in and was like, no. Minka Fitzpatrick, two interceptions. No, we're going we're gonna to keep you Dolphins in your spot. I cannot figure out Mason Rudolph. The, the first time I saw him, I had – was it 49ers at at Pittsburgh? I can't remember. I know I bet against Pittsburgh, and I know I did not like seeing Mason Rudolph come in that game. Really? He looked pretty sharp. Big Ben-esque. Yeah. Is, well, Big Big Ben's done, yeah, I think. No, he's retired. He's Even, not going to come back from this. Right, right. And so I thought, oh, no, they're better with this guy. Then I watched him in another game. I'm like, oh no, he kind of he sucks. He's like Joe Flacco, and then it, and <laughs> yes, then I, you know, you. just okay, kind of a big sense. doofy tall guy yeah. who can't really do anything. And and but then uh, you know he looks pretty good coming back against Miami, almost covering the points. Yeah. Uh, Pittsburgh twenty seven fourteen. The spread was fourteen and a half. Luckily, Miami's two early touchdowns kept them in this game. Plus the fact that you know it's Miami. Right. Holy moly! Like they. I don't expect them to win, but I just want them to keep it competitive. That's it for me. Uh, but we're going to talk about the Green Bay-Kansas City game because that was the one I wanted to save last. So Matt Moore didn't look bad. I no, don't he, think... You I know what he looked a lot like? Alex Smith. Yep. 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 And that's what I was going to say is, uh, honestly, the game, I think, actually is a failure in part due to Andy Reid. Poor clock management... We're didn't gonna really we're, run it very well. 
I don't know. I'm like, going to agree and disagree with you here. So, yeah, common gripe with Reed and Philly was that he did not run the ball enough. I feel that in this game, he did not run the ball enough. I wish he would have gone for it on that fourth and three play with like five minutes left. I'm going to talk about that when you're done. But yeah. but for all those negatives, you then also have to credit Andy Reid that Matt Moore looked like Alex Smith. The, these guys aren't very good. It's that Andy Reid engineers these offenses around these mediocre quarterbacks. Basically, as long as you have a brain and you can throw it 20 yards, you can have a 100 passer rating in the Andy Reid offense. Yeah. So they wouldn't have been in this game if not for his offensive mind. And I'm going to take the the bad with the good with Andy Reid. Sure. Now, here's what I'll say. And this is to optimize Andy Reid's shortcomings. Ooh. 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 Kyler Murray just Kyler got Murray sacked for like 20 yards. Like 25 fucking yards Whoa, trying man. to pull yeah. off some this magic. Is, ooh. He can, ooh. Was Uh-oh. he limping? Uh-oh. No, hopefully not. I think he's just getting up kind of weird. Um, not in a bad way. Just. For someone who's like five six, has anyone you know? looked littler playing football than Kyler Murray? I'm not kidding. Baker I mean, he, he looks like Darren Sproles. Yes, well, he looks like Darren Sproles or something, maybe even shady a little bit. But yeah, this is this is what I was counting on. This, no, is, this is not good. The, the San Fran defense is what I was counting on. So this is very. I'm liking this. But to get back to the Andy Reid approach, right? Fourth and third. What? five something 530 left and you punt it you've got to know you're not getting that football and you know what i'll give you credit they punt it inside the two the three yard they got them in there but remember you're playing as aaron Rodgers. aaron Rodgers is getting his mojo back he and matt lafleur are just wow they're dynamite they're just working click 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 this offense is just working for them and the problem that i'm seeing is that yeah you know andy Reid's not a great time management person why not just hire a guy that's like understands how time management should be played optimally in an NFL game? Be like, Coach Reed, no, don't call a timeout. Or in this case, to your fourth and three punt, here's my problem. There's a nice little statistic called like the cowardice play, and it's, it's just absolutely amazing. His cowardice play was in the 99.7% cowardly play. Where, with their where is this statistic? Let, I'll Where can I up. find this? Yeah, uh, let me pull it up. I want to. I want to get into this statistic because statistics and things like what you just mentioned—a coach dedicated to clock management. This is the type of stuff that baseball, I feel like, has figured out and does well, and football needs to catch up on. Uh, things like having specified coaches for specified things. Things like wins above replacement. And and anybody who's talked football with me for more than a year is sick of hearing me talk about Alex Smith. But Matt Moore's performance is an indictment on Alex Smith's last contract with the Chiefs. Because if you could get that for whatever Matt Moore's making, which I think is like, what, two, three million dollars? Yeah. What are you doing paying Alex Smith $20 million? Sorry, let me let me correct it. It's called the Surrender Index. Sorry, gotcha. the Surrender Index, yeah. With the Surrender Index of 13.72, this punt ranks as the 98th percentile of cowardly punts of the 2019 season and the 95th percentile of all punts since 2009. Essentially what this means is there are certain parameters and statistics that say he would have been better off just giving... Aaron Rodgers, the ball back right then and there, just turning the ball over. 
he would have had a better chance of winning versus punting. And guess who has the number one surrender index? Dan Quinn. <laughs> yeah. So I'm a little. I like this statistic because for me, I'm a I'm a little bit riverboat. You know, riverboat Kevin. I want to. You're fourth and three. You have a. You've been playing well. This game doesn't show that Matt Moore or anyone else was playing bad. Go for it. What's the what is the harm? You still lost. Baseball has looked at the statistics and they've realized that on base percentage is more important than batting average. Football coaches need to look at the statistics yes. and understand that fourth and short is go fourth for and it. short within the forties is a go for it yes. every time. Every time. It might be a go for it at your own thirty a lot of times. It it might be a go for it while you're in field goal range. It is so much more often a go for it than coaches actually go for it. It's pretty frustrating. Yeah, it's it's actually very frustrating for me who the NFL has changed to be very for better or worse, they've changed to become a offense first right we want explosive plays we want the story we don't realistically we hated the super bowl with the patriots and rams because it was a defensive game it wasn't exciting so go for it take the take the risk if you fail whatever you get a little shit on in sports media talks and places like here but at least in our case we're not questioning if Andy Reid isn't a genius, at least for me, is why didn't you just go for it? Oh, yeah. I mean, if Reid goes for it just there, go turns it, it over on downs, no you went down deal. fighting. Yeah. And then you, you, I don't really think you have any gripes about this game because, you know, we're obviously a solid in game. Kansas City, and I listen yeah. to a lot of local sports talk, and the chat around KC is, is almost entirely positive about this game and the performance of the Chiefs, but the... The big negative is that uh, what was that the puss out index the uh, the surrender close. index yeah gotcha. the surrender index yep so we'll call uh, it the puss ni- out ninety nine close to like ninety eight yeah ninety eight percent hundred p on the puss out index yep, exactly so those are the recaps for week eight um how about we go over these picks I am lost let's go over these picks let's go over these picks so obviously I mean I, mean, I, I am boating in the dark. I need you to be my lighthouse. <laughs> I I don't know what <laughs> I don't know what I'm gonna. T- I I mean I just hate this board. But well, let's let's go over them. I think uh, if let's you've been listening, you know where we both are on tonight's game. Yep. I like Arizona as a recap. Yeah, plus nine and a half. And I'm with San Francisco because we're gonna talk about this. We're gonna try and do a change in format. We're gonna try and make our picks very quick, but then we can disseminate a few of the key games that we like. Okay, so. San Francisco, Arizona, you already know the picks. Houston, Jacksonville, 30 seconds each one. Who do you like? I like – I have Houston here. Okay. I don't like Houston here, but I have Houston here. They're only laying down two and a half. I, yeah, I'm still not quite sure which side of this Minshew mania thing I want to come down on, and I just think I, I just think Houston's a better team. I think they can handle business. I am loving the Jacksonville pick here. You don't want to know why? Why? So Jacksonville, for the last, I think, seven years, has always gone to London. In the last four instances of Jacksonville going to London, they are three and one. Is this a London game? This is a London oh, game. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah. Okay. We this, make a change. We might make a change. This is a London game. We're making a change. And that's guess, like that's like home to Jacksonville. And their average, Those guys have apartments out there. Yeah, and their average margin of victory in London, ten points. Plus plus 
London game, weird stuff. Yeah, weird London game weird stuff. Weird stuff. You know, B- Oakland beat Chicago outright. I guess that's not too crazy now that sh- everyone knows Chicago sucks. But at the time, it was like, wow, what the fuck is defense. going on? Yeah, what the London hell? game, weirdness. We're switching it up. Yep. Next game, Minnesota in Kansas City, minus two and a half. Uh, I've got Minnesota. And because I can't put, I can't put a pulse. I cannot put a pulse on Kirk Cousins. This is a 1 p.m. game. It fits in his wheelhouse. He wakes up at 5 a.m., eats a little oatmeal, some coffee, and then he's ready to go. Right. And Might make it to church before the game? <laughs> early early <laughs> service? Just a little bit. He's going to go to... Uh, <laughs> he's going to get some early bird specials, you know? <laughs> right. Uh Sit on his porch, drink some hot coffee. He might, you know, he he might he might hand out some scrambled eggs at the uh, at the at, at the seniors' breakfast after <laughs> after church service before he makes it into Arrowhead Stadium. But yeah, I've got Minnesota. I just their defense is stout. Like regardless of Kirk Cousins, that defense is stout. Delvin Cook can run it. Delvin Cook is he is playing. I don't know if I'm going to give him MVP numbers or votes yet, but he's playing at a very high level. He's definitely the MVP of that team. Oh, 100%. And Stefan Diggs is a little iffy for me. I don't know how he's going to do in the cold here in Kansas City when he plays in a dome in Minnesota. We'll see what happens. He's dropped a pass in every single game these last five weeks, so I'm not big on it. I'm picking Minnesota here. I, here's what I don't get. He, he, why is this line two and a half? My bookie's not offering it, so I just had to verify this line on Odd Shark. It is, in fact, two and a half. Yeah. How is Minnesota not laying more than two and a half yeah. against Matt Moore with their defense? And their offense has been cooking recently. So I go ahead. I was going to say, I think the reason why it's only baked at two and a half is the rumors early that Mahomes is going to play. Mahomes is not going to play, though. Yeah, I don't think he's going to. Well, we, as Kansas Cityans, know he's not going to play. Right. But I think Vegas is, well, we got to be able to change this if Mahomes is starting, right? Still no official word yet, for, as far as I'm aware. But it's pretty hard to say Mahomes is going to start this game. There's no reason to. Yeah, it looks like a lot of houses aren't offering this game probably for that reason. I My initial thinking was... The line's only two and a half. Vegas must love the Chiefs here. And if Vegas loves the Chiefs, I want the Chiefs. Yeah. But, nope, I'm still in yeah. the Chiefs. Okay. Yep. Still the Chiefs. Yep. I get it. It's a homer pick. It's a home pick. I get it. Yep. I'm on the Chiefs. All right. New York Jets. J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, Jets in Miami. I'm picking the Jets here. This is what we were talking This is what I was referencing earlier. I think this is a bounce back game against a bad Miami team. And boy, oh boy, did that! What was that catch? Ooh, I wish it was a catch. Well, I don't wish. It I was think a it's catch. a catch. Oh, is that a drag on the right foot? Yeah. Oh, good lord. Yep, they gave it to him. San Francisco's are inside San Francisco's the ten. Somehow already back inside the ten after scoring a touchdown. I don't know. It feels like thirty seconds ago. <laughs> when in reality, it's been this, like seven minutes. Yeah. But yeah. This, my <laughs> my bets coming crashing down here right before my eyes. I'll sh- I miss you, Kyle. I, Kyle, if you would be willing, we'll give you everything. We'll give you the world, but you've got a good thing going in San Fran. I get it. Maybe yeah. uh, maybe tank for that number one pick, get two in the house, and Kyle come <sighs> over there for you. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But New York Jets in Miami, five and a half. Five and a half. I'm, I'm with you on the Jets. I think they don't suck as bad as Miami. I don't think, right? Yeah. I think they can get rolling in this game, take out some frustration on Miami. 
yeah, I, I like him actually quite Touchdown, a bit. Touchdown, San Francisco. But yeah, uh, both teams, one and six Jets, zero seven Dolphins. This is essentially a trash game. It's just the battle of the, the yeah. losers, yeah, this essentially. Is if, yeah. I, if I don't have actual money on this game, there's no fucking way this game's getting on my TV. Next game, Indy at Pittsburgh. Point Basically five. a pick em here. Essentially, just pick who you want to win. These games, it, it, this and this is a lot like that two and a half game. What is going on here? Yeah. Indy's a good team. Pittsburgh is not a good team. I, it, th- this is one of those deals where they say bet the number, not the game. Yeah, think about the number. Don't think about who's going to win the football game, because you get you get your brain working and your yeah. brain is dumb. Your brain tells you bad things. Bad, Vegas bad Vegas brain. counts on your bad brain telling you bad things, and making money on the other side. That all being said, I cannot take Pittsburgh in this game. I, I it, 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 it feels like the sharp play. It feels like the Vegas yeah. play. And the more I talk about it, and, and my, my bad brain knows Indy's the better team, says it's a pick em, take the better team. All this, you know what, because it makes me want to vomit so bad, because I Consensus hate the idea of, Pitt, of Pittsburgh, <laughs> I'm switching this to Pittsburgh. It, it's... It's just, it's one of those, it feels like a Vegas special to me. Yeah. And this is what I was telling our buddy who's also playing the Pickums. I hate picking Pittsburgh, but it feels right. Oh, this I is, do too. Yeah. I hate picking feels, Pittsburgh. It feels here. a lot better without Rapist Burger. Yeah. Rapist Burger is uh, out of under there. Center. Yeah. yeah. Ben Rapist Burger is out of there. The next game, Chicago in Philadelphia, four and a half. I'm picking Philly here. Oh, me too. It's just a hunt, like, we we had we now have eight nine weeks of game footage plus if you include the preseason plus. I just don't I don't trust in Trubisky unless they're going to tell me he's benched. If I get that ESPN alert that says Chicago has benched Trubisky, I'm going to flip it. Yep, yep. I I really wish you know when you bet on uh, a major league baseball game, you almost always get this option. It's like a checkbox where if the starting pitcher doesn't start, you can get out of the bet. I love betting against Mitch Trubisky, but I want that box. Yeah, I want that. Yeah. If Trubisky doesn't start, if Full he bit. even if he gets benched in the in at halftime, yep. I want out of the bet. Yep. Because I, I like Philly here. I don't want to see Chase Daniel in this game. I don't want to see whoever else they have. I, I don't want to see uh, Tariq Cohen in yeah. Wildcat in this game. <laughs> I, I want to see Mitch Trubisky taking every goddamn snap and. Four and a half points. I, I I think Philly still needs to roll. They still have some some proving it to do. Uh, the NFC East is very much in play for them. I I just I think they murder Chicago and Philadelphia. Yeah, a hundred percent. But double digits. Yeah, double digits. Okay, that might be my lock of the week. Actually. Lock of the week is the Philly. Okay. Well, <laughs> four and a half. On. Hold on. Let me. We'll let hold me, off. Let me hold off. Lock's not that's, locked. That's a. <laughs> <laughs> right, we're gonna we're gonna unlock, but it's still latched. The door's shut. Yeah. We just haven't the hit locked the dead in bolt. the hole. It's yeah. a it's it's right now. It's a knob lock. It's not yeah. a deadbolt lock, and yeah. it's certainly not a mortal lock. I, the the only reason I don't love it is that the public's kind of all over Philadelphia, but it feels like the right play. It feels right, at least for me. Carson Wentz and that team, they're starting to get healthy. I'm not saying they're healthy. They're starting to get healthy, and this is hungry dog runs fast. Because, faster. Yeah. because right now they could lose the NFC East. If they lose this game. Oh, they certainly they, could. They'll lose the NFC East. I mean, Dallas is ahead of them. Yeah. And they've got the game in hand so far. Yeah. But 
you know, looking ahead, and I can't rattle off all the teams now, but Dallas has a much harder schedule in Philadelphia moving forward. So yeah. Philly's definitely in in it, and you know, I don't know. I just like Doug Peterson. I just, I, I like I just, crew. I've always had a soft spot for the Eagles. Yeah, no, they've got a solid crew over there. They've got a great GM, great head coach, great front office. Right, they, they must they're, have they're a solid. They must have great ownership and a great they front do. office because they just go from good coach to good coach. They do generally, other than that one blip with Chip Kelly, but right, gener- yeah, right. But what even he he had one good year and it wasn't a terrible hire. I mean, you you got why they why they brought him in. Yeah, it didn't go right, but yeah, That's and then and then they got rid of him on you're right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then they got rid of him in time. Yeah, uh, Tennessee at Carolina. I'm picking Carolina here. Oh, good teams too. bounce back. Me good too. teams bounce back. They got bounced last week. That was an absolute. This is actually my lock of the week. I'm straight up picking Carolina. Last week we saw just the worst in the team. You know Kyle Allen is not going to come in here like Cam Newton and be like, "Oh, it's just one bad week." No, he's going to be in the you know the video room watching tape, trying to figure out. He doesn't want another bad game. And Ron Rivera is just absolutely—you could see it in his face, like, "What the hell happened?" That defense, Luke Keekley. I like Luke Keekley. He made him look like a fifth rounder that just got the job two weeks ago. He did not look comfortable. No. No, but yeah, I mean, I think we're we're seeing, and we're probably going to see it over and over again. Kyle Shanahan is, I mean, he's he, he coach of the year, maybe. I, oh yeah, no, I, I think I, so. I think he's got to be front runner at this point. And if he gets them to eleven wins, and he's making a lot of pe- a lot of defenses look real bad. He's yes. making a lot of offenses look real bad. He's, this is he's, classic. He's, he's the real classic deal. Shanahan. Yeah, he. This is what I posted in our little chat group. I said Kyle Shanahan is the real boy genius. Yeah, everyone wants to give Sean, you know, no, and you're McVay right, and all these other. No, Kyle Shanahan With is half the, the real, talent. Yeah, is the real deal, and people don't want to believe me yet, and he's proving them wrong. And I was just like, and I told early before preseason San Fran, I said to our buddy Brandon, if you're listening, Thanks, I man. told you, Kyle Shanahan has to win 11 games this year. He has to. Because he's been given prime opportunity, and now it's all come through fruition. It's coming through. He's got the pieces. He's got Garoppolo back to run that offense. Well, he's They're going well. to. He's got nine yeah. games left. He's seven and zero. Oh. I mean, yep. he go he go four and five. Yep. There's no way he's going four and five. Yeah, he's getting. And to that's 11. what I'm saying. Yeah, he's getting to eleven. I said he needs to. Just we need, to. We need to. Yeah, we need to get on some some season over unders next yeah. year. So we yeah, definitely yeah, we'll do over unders. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I agree. Next game. Uh, so, yeah, Carolina, right? We're both consensus. Oh, Carolina? yeah, I'm on Carolina. Consensus. Yeah, consensus. Easy. Yeah. Uh, Washington at Buffalo. God almighty. This is a nine and a half. I don't like – I like the point. I like the spreads because I'm going to go with Washington. I like Buffalo here. I think they bounce back. I think I think they can still feel like a good team even though they got kind of embarrassed by Philly. I think they body Washington in this game. I think their defense shows up. I, I don't know if Washington scores in this game. And I think Buffalo puts and up about 21. I'm, I'm thinking like a, a 27-10 type of game. I feel pretty confident in Buffalo. I, I don't like that I'm with the public on this pick. I usually like the underdog with this many points, but so here, So here's what I'm going to say. So as far as I can tell, concussion protocol still for Case Keenum, and they also lost Adrian Peterson due to ankle. This is where it may be a game time decision. I may, for the listeners, I may actually make a change depending on the injury report. So if, don't make your bets based on Kevin's pick correct. on this game because he will switch. I it will up. switch. He has be- switched it up on me before. Yeah, but I let people know. 
But this is one of those games where if Case Keenum is playing, I'm picking Washington. But if it's Dwayne Haskins, absolutely not. It's little Maddie be... Saracen, if he's in the yeah. game, don't count him out. He's yep. a scrappy little kid. Yep. So that's my weird uh, the void pick. That's where we're going to go. The void pick because yeah. I don't know yet. Yeah. Um, I don't love it either, but I am on. But I, I've talked myself into Buffalo. I feel pretty good about yeah. Buffalo. Tampa in Seattle. I've got this is for me another lock. Seattle. Just a straight lock for me. I like Seattle quite a bit here, too. I, You know, the thing is, is that if Jameis Winston doesn't squirt the ball straight up in the air about three times in this game, Tampa can stick in it, and they can... <sighs> Bruce Arians can orchestrate an offense, but I just can't put any money. I can't even put a pick on Jameis Winston against a quarterback like Russell Wilson. Yeah. I'm on Seattle. I feel good Seattle. about it. Seattle, six yep. and a half. Here's, I think, a fun pick that we both will agree on, I believe. I'm picking Oakland. Ooh. I'm picking Oakland. I in California. I have Detroit here because okay. the line is only two and a half. Yeah. And I think, I just think that line's too low. Okay. I think Detroit wins the game. And if they win the game, I think they do it by three. Okay. And no. do you think Oakland wins this game straight up? I think so. Okay. Fair enough. Like I said, the little stat that I noted earlier, which is that Patricia's defense has dramatically declined, declined, week, week, week. Every week since week four has dramatically declined. They're just giving up more yards, more points. I think Oakland's starting to hit their stride offensively. Well, and they know that they're only a game behind the Chiefs. Yep. And... They know the AFC West is in reach. I don't love, I don't love my Detroit pick here. I reserve the right to change this yeah. pick before kickoff. Yes, yeah, hundred um, percent. Especially after everything I said about Oakland when we were reviewing last week. Yeah, I like them to upset some of these good teams. I just, I just also think, to, I, I think both of these teams are a little better than people think, and so it makes me, it's very difficult for me to come down on the side here. Yeah. Next game, Cleveland. In Denver, two and a half. I've got, you know, we talk about Baker a lot, which I think we're just essentially the anti-Baker. We are an anti-Baker podcast. (laughs) But he's been getting getting a lot of shit. He's got a big chip on his shoulder. You heard his interview after last week's game, I'm assuming, right? The reporter asked him, why did you guys, you know, why didn't you guys do this? And she's like, why would you ask that question? We We wanted to get points. And he's just... Baker, you can't bark at the only thing left that is your support cushion, right. which is the Cleveland media. Right. The Cleveland media loves you, Baker. Yep. And you're the only people who do. Yep. And you're hitting your girlfriend around. I'm sorry, not to make light of domestic <laughs> violence, but like you're smacking your girlfriend was, around. I was going to say, is he actually doing that? Because yeah. that gives me more reason to hate him. Yeah. He's essentially smacking the Cleveland media. And it's just like, what are you doing? You're 20. He is the oldest quarterback in his draft class because he's a fifth year senior. Yeah. And have you not learned when you're in Oklahoma how to talk to the media? Yeah, it wasn't a big city like New York or whatever, or Texas. But God damn, dude, can you learn to have some level well, of like... A- I mean, p- part of the problem there is that the like local college media is even worse than local major market sports media. You know, the Oklahoma media would... I don't... You know, whatever. They... I doubt Baker had to read a single negative thing about himself or hear a single negative thing about himself in yeah. Oklahoma media the entire time he was playing. Oh, yeah, 100%. But it's he also had the police video, and 
the crotch grabbing in the KU game, which I was very like, what are you doing? Like, yeah, it's college. You should have a little gruff to yourself, but grabbing your crotch? Come on, dude. Like, have a little more emotional maturity here. Yeah, right. That's kind of like the DX suck it. You yeah. know, it's like a... Uh. I, right, right. <laughs> I, I like jackasses. Yeah. And I like kind of jackassery display of bravado, but I... And I'll say this. I don't like it when it's not cool. And I'll and say this. Cool. And I'll say this. If you can back it up and win, go for it. I love it. Smack talk. We need more smack trash talk in the league, but you got to be able to back it up. Well, and, and this, I, I agree. And this is another game. It's it's another Vegas special. This is part of why I hate the board so much this week, because there are so many games that, you know, it looks like. Vegas wants me to bet one way, and I don't want to bet that way. Uh, this is one of those games where I, I Denver's only getting two and a half. I think that means Vegas loves Denver here, and it's kind of dying yeah. for you to take Cleveland. So I'm taking Denver, and I'm feeling good about it. And I think they win straight up. Okay. I can't. I can't argue it. I just. I have been burned by Denver this season, and I don't like the Denver offense at all. They are just so anemic. What's not to like? Get elite Joe Flacco. Elite NFL MVP Super Bowl winning quarterback Joe Flacco. Before this season, my <laughs> dumb ass was talking about Joe Flacco's big arm cutting through that Denver wind. We were, ta- yes, we were talking like, about this. We said this is his resurgence. Right. I thought I thought we were gonna get like a yeah, you know, a, a twenty eight and, and ten year out of Joe Flacco no, not with at like all. maybe forty two hundred yards and you know, a nine and seven scrappy team that edges, you know, might contend for wild card i was totally wrong 100 but i still like see that denver team sometimes when i make these picks and i'm I'm betting on that team that team doesn't really exist but remember he's not playing he's not playing he's not playing yeah i like denver a lot more okay uh, who's who's playing they're not starting paxton lynch are they? no i don't think it's paxton lynch but if you <laughs> want to look sure. that up really quick yeah uh but we'll go on to the next one if you want to pull it up here real quick. Uh, Green Bay and Chargers. Green Bay at the Chargers. I love the Green Bay pick. The per- Yeah, again, the perception is 82% the public. It's only three and a half. I love it. The Chargers have nothing to play for. And Green Bay wants to, you know, for me, Aaron Rodgers is on this six game. Not six game, but I think he's going to be on a six game, like, fuck you tour right i think that's where he's at right now and he's two weeks in a row now i've got four more i like the green bay pick and the points love it i think they're gonna i think this is my other lock it up what's not to love about only three and a half with the shitty ass chargers at home against green bay and and i'll tell you what i think we were talking about home field advantage earlier i think it's a disadvantage for the chargers at home because that stadium it's a soccer stadium it holds like forty thousand people and it's got to be disheartening for them. There, there will be more Packers fans in this. They travel better. There will be more Packers fans yep. there than there are Chargers fans. And, and that is the rule for basically every home game. The 49ers are back on Arizona's side of the field. What the fuck? Yeah. I, I, I celebrated the, the, the one touchdown that Arizona <laughs> early, scored. Early, the one touchdown early. And ever, I like, I, every time I glance away from this game, I look back, and the 49ers are at the, the Arizona, like, 40-fucking-yard line yep. about to score a touchdown. They're already on their side of the field. and it should have been an INT by that linebacker. He should have, but, you know, it is a Arizona defense. But, yeah, it, well, it, like you are saying, traveling yeah. de- Green Bay's home 
it's essentially a Green Bay home game. There is no there is no Chargers home field advantage. Yeah. In fact, I, I really do think it is almost a disadvantage to be on your home field and to have more opposing fans there. I though, for all of these reasons, again, this is <laughs> this is my brain. Bad brain, about good football. Brain. I think, of course, Green Bay is going to murder them. But then I look at this line, and I see it's only three and a half, and I think I need to do the exact opposite of what I think is going to happen. This is a Vegas special. I'm taking the Chargers. I reserve the right to change Change. this pick. Yeah. But I don't know. I'm just taking taking the Chargers based solely on thinking Vegas likes the Chargers. Okay. I no football analysis at all. Just purely betting gut, the line, gut. not betting the yeah. game. No, it's not even no? gut. That's the thing. It's it's my gut tells me <laughs> Green Bay. It's it's this is fading my gut, and that's what I, that's what I've learned. I've got to do in gambling a lot of times. Now it doesn't always work, but it when when I when when my gut tells me to to bet with eighty percent of the public, it's usually wrong, and when I can be disciplined enough to fade it. Oh man. Wow. wow, that was a Kittle. You are a freaking man, but Kittle. I think that's a, a that's no, a hold. No, it's gonna be that's gonna be encroachment on the defense decline. You think so? Yep, I, I, Did someone you see jumped. It? Someone okay. jumped. Yeah, neutral zone infraction, something like that. But yeah, uh, I love Green Bay here. You know, public perception. But here's, yeah, offside. Yep. Yeah, awesome. First down. Yeah, let's go. Come on, Kyle Shanahan. Let's go. That man, George Kittle is just a beast. Fifth round pickup too. Fifth round find. And Kyle Shanahan is just making him look like, like honestly, he's a top five tight end. Oh, definitely. He's easily a top five tight end for me. Uh, But, yeah, I love the Green Bay pick. I think that's just the – that's, again, my second lock of the week. I love it. Love it. Next game, New England at Baltimore. Uh, I'll let you tackle this one first. So, I I like Baltimore here. They're only getting three and a half, but I just – God, Tevin Coleman just ripped off a mess. No, that was Breda. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. So this game's about to get way out of hand into major cover territory. I need a. I need a. It, and he fell down. Garoppolo falls down, and, just and they it. gain fifteen fucking yards. He, they. Yeah, he gets stepped on. Boop. Wow. Right there, just a, a classic Mahomes trip up. So. So back to games <laughs> that I'm not about to lose bets on. Well, in a few days maybe. But uh, I like Baltimore quite a bit here. I, 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 New England went to Buffalo, won by a touchdown, if I recall correctly. Could hardly score. Buffalo's defense kept their offense under control. Has New England beaten a tough good team so here's the so here's the thing and i'm actually going to slightly agree with you but i've made the choice to not bet against the goat new england has had the easiest schedule in the entire league through these first nine weeks or sorry through these first eight weeks baltimore's also had the next easiest schedule new england's best win is 16 10 at buffalo Mm -hmm. Okay. That was a tough game for them. Like Brady was not looking good. He looked like he was aging. He looked like an aged Brady. Well, and he he has been looking old. He just hasn't been looking bad. Yeah. It's that, you know, and and Brady 
has never relied on his legs, and he's never had a cannon. He's always thrived on Bing. mid to short range passes. And yeah. the first thing that goes is your legs, and the second thing to go is your arm power. And so th- that's part of why he's aged so well is yeah. that his his Belichick his, has developed for like the offensive corners he's gotten for him have. When he's just well the perfect quarterback to, yeah. to play into his 40s. It's kind of like Joe Montana, who was still good into his 40s. He was kind of a dink and dunker, you know? Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, you got a guy like Peyton Manning who just falls off the face of the earth because he relied on, like, being able to launch the ball about 60 yards down the field. I, although he was good old, too, but then we remember that last year. The one Super Bowl. Or, awful. Yeah. Yep. But I like Baltimore quite a bit here. I uh, I almost like them to win this game. I, I love them with three and a half. The more I talk about it, this is going to be my lock of the week. Of the I week? will okay. have money on this game. It might be the only game of the week I have money on. Sure. I like this for a few different reasons. Number one, I just don't bet against the GOAT right now. I just don't. It's Tom Brady. It's Belichick. It's the best defense we've seen, well, in like decades. It's better statistically than the 85 Bears. It's better than the 2000, 2001 Ravens defense this is a defense that is just a chameleon they can play against the run they can play against the pass they can play to put pressure they can play to they're just this is Bill Belichick's wheelhouse this is as he stated before the fastest defense he's ever had so you think he makes Lamar Jackson look uh pretty bad yep 100% I think I think this is a horrible game for Lamar Jackson now here's the x factor Lamar Jackson's legs right it's just They've tried to practice for this, and other teams have tried to practice for it against like Deshaun, Kyler Murray, you know, to a certain extent, Seattle with, you know, Russell. You can't replicate it. And sometimes they'll get like a cornerback or a running back to be like a quarterback, quote unquote, just to run back there to run like QB spy plays. But oh God, Kittle just got another first down. Or sorry, who was that? Swiley. Swiley? I, yeah. I don't know. Just some other type um, that is great. But yeah, New England's defense, Belichick, like I just honestly I hate to say it. I think like I don't think they're gonna go sixteen and zero, but I think they'll go fifteen and one. I think they'll drop a game. It could have almost been that Buffalo's game. I think they go fifteen and one and Might they don't be lose here. Sixteen when they're not starting anybody. <laughs> it's pretty absurd. I yeah. I don't think they lose here, but I, I like taking Baltimore. Yeah. You know, I I told you it's my lock of the week. Yeah. I like Baltimore no. a lot here. And the Cardinals, I think, just gave them a first. I they did they? Yeah, there wasn't a jump on the offense. They're talking about it. I didn't see it, but last game. This is so New England Baltimore is our Sunday night game, which we are going to heavily be watching. At least I will be. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I won't be asleep like I was last week. Yeah, this last game, (sighs) Dallas at the G Men, New York, Joyzy. New York's getting seven seven and a half. I love New York here. I love betting against Dallas. I love getting value against Dallas because the whole world loves Dallas for some reason. America's team. So America's they team. Always, in games like this, they they get a point more than they should. This line should be six and a half, but it's seven and a half because it's <laughs> Dallas. So we get to take New York and we get to root against the Cowboys. And uh, I don't need any reason other than that. Yeah. I am going to give a reason, though, because that's the whole point of this podcast is that we got to give some <laughs> rationale. I like the New York Giants here. Rooting I, against Dallas is not yeah. a good rationale. It's not enough rationale. It's enough. You can hate. You can have a rational hate for someone, definitely. But here's what I'm going to say. 
I think Jerry Jones, uh, they could have gotten a safety. I can't remember his name. The name's fleeting me. But they could have gotten one of the best safeties for their defense to just bolster that Dallas defense. The rumors were for that trade deadline, they were fighting over a goddamn fourth or third round pick. Jerry Jones was wanting to offer, you know, a first and a fourth, but they wanted a first and a third. I think this is the New York Jets uh, safety. I can't remember his name right now. But they could have had the best safety in the league. For the margin of a third or a fourth yeah. pick. And it's yeah. just like, Jerry, you don't fight dink and dime, penny pinching for a third and a fourth. What what are you going to get out of your third that you don't already know you're going to get out of this guy? That's all I'm saying. And I think that actually affects them. I think Danny Dimes, again, they played well last week. I think that carries over because their season is not necessarily over. If they go on a nice streak here for the New York Giants, they potentially could make a little bit of a run. <laughs> At least push teams like Dallas. Oh, push yeah. Push teams like Philadelphia. Well, I push think them out and just be like, hey, we're a quality That's team. why I'm saying this line should be like six and a half, maybe even five and a half. Dallas should definitely be favored and favored heavily, but this game is in Jersey and yeah. in the the Giants are not a good team, but they're not a completely shitty team. And Dallas is a good team, but they're not a great team. So the fact that this line's over a touchdown is just way too high to Tevin me. Coleman walked it in. Now, that flag had better yeah. be on, on San Fran because the Cardinals were just about to get off the field, and that was one <laughs> of the chintziest <laughs> pass interference calls I've ever seen in my life. That was holding terrible. Holding offense. offense. Okay. God, Bring it back. So many flags this year. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't either. I don't either. I just and want I, the rate of play to go. I hate the review. I, I hate the PI review. It. Uh, yeah, that was on 85. Yeah, the officiating's just been terrible this year. Um. Yeah, no, I'm just. Oh, yeah, that was on Kittle. Uh, yeah, I'm not a big fan of the challenge, the interference call because, what is it? 23 straight interference challenges, and there's only been one turnover, like one reversal. Does, shouldn't that give you some kind of indication that the refs are trying to do their best? They're not trying to fuck you over. Shout out to the New Orleans Saints well, who and, still and cry tra- about it. And they're trying to not reverse it too, though. They're yeah. they're basically trying they're trying to make it so that something like that NFC Championship game doesn't happen again. Correct. But they're also trying to like Touchdown. do everything oh, they my can God. do to okay. discourage throwing that flag. Yeah. Can we do just a little bit of a tech corner real quick? Yeah. So actually, so. Those are our picks. I don't know where Cynthia went because uh, I was going to try and get Cynthia's, you know, the Sin City pick here. I think but she might be smoking a joint. Potentially. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, we're going to actually move on to our next segment, which is going to be our tech corner because we are a sports tech video game podcast. Right. I want us to talk about other subjects, too. So, Jeff, I'm going to give you the floor here. What do you want to talk about? So, I... We, you know, we have work computers. We we work in technology. I'm not going to name the company. And this is a while back now, Friday before Labor Day weekend. I was pretty excited to go home, and I, I was unplugging my USB cables, and, and I unplugged my USB cable. Um, one of them sort of top left if I'm looking down at my keyboard, and it was still sort of lingering on the edge right above my keyboard. And I, I shut my lid with authority, ready to get yep, my three-day weekend on, mm-hmm. cracked my screen. So I was provisioned a new computer, and I requested a Windows computer. Yeah. I, I would be happy with a $400 Acer. I was given 
a MacBook Pro with some touch bar and this massive trackpad, and, and this this computer's like twenty five hundred fucking dollars. Well, what I found is that the in key doesn't work, but it doesn't not work. It just randomly doesn't work. And the I'm not key? the best typer. The in key, and Kevin, because you, you mean escape. Go- N. N. The letter N. Oh, N. 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 November. So, so okay. I've already I've already Googled this, Kevin. Oh yeah, no, this isn't so, an issue. So well, okay. Yeah. yeah. You're right. But yeah. uh, but what I was gonna say, in case you didn't believe me, is you Google it. Google, if you don't mind, Google MacBook Pro N. Nope, no, MacBook Pro like type in MacBook Pro N. Key not working. Yeah. Autofills. Because yeah. Apple is dog shit. Well, there was a time when <laughs> there was a time when they made the best computers in the world. Correct. Especially when they were the only computer with a graphical interface. That time is over. And now you pay four times as much <laughs> for a computer that doesn't even fucking work. It's just I I, I just can't. I that's so, that's that's it for me. No, on we'll tech. talk about we'll talk about the tech, right? Because this is actually something I'm very passionate about. To where I do defend Apple to an extent, but I do fault them. There's there's blame for Tim Cook on this, right? So we need to kind of take a step back and look at. So I'm actually a very big fan of the sixth gen MacBook Pro, which is the one with the Touch Bar. I'm a big fan of it's lighter. I love the key travel, the butterfly switches. So. I'm just a big fan overall. Hold on. We're going to take a look here. Fourth and goal, and they got stopped. So, yep. man play. You know, that's fine with me. It's four seconds left. What's the risk? Right. It's not no like they're going to bust one off. You yeah, just play Yeah, Arizona's prevent. not going to do anything. But, yeah. basically, but you did just throw away three points. You threw away three points. Sure. But, but yeah. Oh, it looks like Lincoln Riley called the timeout before the play. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. He Okay. Wow. Uh, hold on. We're we're gonna do wow. a little play by play here. Cliff Kingsbury. But, Sorry, Cliff Kingsbury. Not Lincoln. But Riley. oh no, my sorry. god! Yeah. Call the timeout right King. before the stuff. There's how how do the 49ers not just ram it into the end yep. zone now? This, this is this is this is the play. This is the time. This is look at this. Yep. Kyle Shanahan is gonna be back in the book. Like, what did I mess up? Oh, I'll fix it right now. Oh my god! Gave him another shot. How yeah. the fuck do you do that, Cliff Kingsbury? How do yeah, you sorry. do Cliff that, Kingsbury? Yeah. You're and. I You're outclassed. You. You're outclassed. Yep. There's the pass. There it is. Touchdown. You've got yeah. me. Cliff, what are you doing, man? Wow. What are you doing? You, you just, just gave away a touchdown. You just gave four points back. <laughs> Seven points. Wow. I love it. Thank you, Kyle Shanahan and Cliff Kingsbury, for terrible. The collusion. Terrible. Collusion. Terrible. <laughs> that was terrible. <laughs> but let's get back to your... The end key, right? The keyboard. The what did he? Switches. What did he think he was going to see the play, and then they were going to run the exact same play? Yeah. He was going to. He, he calls the timeout right before the play, so he sees what they called, and is like, "Oh, now, now I know what they're now. I know I can stop them." Jesus Christ, that was garbage. <laughs> Good God. Good. I'm loving it. God, I'm loving it. Okay, fourteen points. I'm uh, yeah, up fourteen. Yeah, this kicker is weird. I don't know if you've noticed this kicker. I don't know it's if like there's a replacement. Everything. He's, yeah, he's gonna. Yeah, he's gonna get a lot of blocks. Yeah, uh, but yeah, Kyle Shanahan. Love. I just wish the best for you. I, I actually do hope 
if San Fran goes to the NFC Championship game, I'm going to be rooting for them because I do want Shanahan to win one with Tevin Coleman and some of our other former Falcons players. But here's what I'm, I'm going to say about the getting back to topic. Um, the butterfly switches, right? Tim Cook is hold very on, much. On. I just want to say Cliff Kingsbury had better go into the locker room at halftime and be like, guys, I fucked up. Yeah. He yeah. Ne- no, he needs to eat it. Eat yeah. the L. He needs to, to move L. on to get yeah, W's. Exactly. Exactly. And if he doesn't, he fucks up. All right. Yeah. Um, but the butterfly switches for these Mac keyboards, I think a lot of people, again, I don't know the f- true numbers because Apple will never reveal the amount that they've repaired or how much have been repaired or how many is affected. But I've also actually, so I had a 13 inch MacBook Pro at my last job. I loved it. It was lightweight. I love the keyboard. It was amazing. I'm going to get the 16 inch here next year, but Apple has revealed, or at least the rumors are, they're going to be moving back to a butterfly or a, a scissor switch mechanism. So this style where on my 2015, great. I'm okay with it. I don't mind the scissor switch mechanism to me using a mechanical keyboard, which Jeff hears likely every day. I love the mechanical feel and I love click, 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 click. It's fine. It's a soothing sound for me as a tech guy, but I like the butterfly switch of your MacBook. Well, I, you know, what's funny is when I first got the, got the computer, I was like, Oh, the keyboard feels kind of nice, Yeah. but then it doesn't fucking work. Correct. It's more people. Surprisingly, if you find, I read Apple's, Mac rumors, nine to five Mac, Reddit R slash Mac, Apple. I read all of it. I'm a huge Apple guy. But people actually the problem isn't with the keyboard itself, the feel. It's just the reliability. Right. That's it. It's the reliability factor. Right. Which and is why I want to kind of frame it in that manner. People love the keys. It's just the reliability. Oh, I love the feel yeah. of the keys. And I didn't know, you know, butterfly scissor. I didn't know any of this until I was looking into why my in keys yeah. just written in Again, it's not that it doesn't work. It's that it doesn't work some of the time. It it's almost, a phantom. It, 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 feels, mm-hmm. it feels like I'm being gaslit yep. by my own computer because I'll be like, uh, it's it's running fine, and it's ruig fi and it... it but, then, but then the end key will work for the next three sentences, and yep. then it won't... And it, anyway... Jeff, let me do this. I'm going to send you a GitLab or a GitHub page uh, that people have software specific for the double key for ease. That's another one that's been happening. I issues. get a lot of that too. Yep. So there's a actual software that was developed by someone that hated the double. I'll I'll send that to I you. So be- you can I download begged. It. I begged management for a $400 computer for the Windows one. And they I said, got they a said no. $2,500 computer that doesn't type right. Interesting. Yep. Very interesting. But moving, or at least segueing to more Apple-specific news. So they just released their AirPod Pros. Ooh, I've heard of this. So I do want to go on a small rant here. Um, again, I gave a lot of praise to Apple here. Now I'm going to give them a little uh, punishment, or at least... Little comeuppance. Yeah, comeuppance. I hate the moniker Pro. I hate the moniker oh, we need an iPhone Pro. Well, what makes it Pro? Let me give you a little history. The reason why Steve Jobs called it a Pro MacBook was for the prosumers, for those that were working in industries that required a Pro-level computer. Right. That was the original intention. Apple under Tim Cook, and again, Steve Jobs near his early years also had the same 
bit of moniker, right, for some pro stuff, but it wasn't as bad as it is now. We have AirPod Pros, and I get it, <laughs> but what adds the pro factor to these AirPods? <laughs> Their active noise cancellation? I love it. I have noise-canceling headphones from Sony, and I love it. I also have AirPods. I love it. I have Jaybird. I'm a big audiophile as well, but here's my problem. You can't just slap pro and then up the price by another hundred. <laughs> I'm sorry. You can't. That's just unfair to people like me that actually loves the Apple company and what they stand for and a lot of what they do. Yeah, there's some things they don't do right, and there are things that morally they do wrong. But the pros... They I also just, look... I, I don't like their... I don't like the design. You know, It's for, a funky design, too. Because I got to admit, you know, I always... I. I have an iPhone, and it's just because it's easier on the eyes, and I get to be blue in iPhone text messages. And when you're using the Tinder game, well, you, know, you gotta you yeah. gotta show up blue on that first yep. text. We know about that. I cannot, you know, it cannot be some weird green and gray situation. Like, you know, I gotta <laughs> shout be out blue. to my girl shout in Wichita <laughs> that I'm talking to. Honey, I'm not saying I'm not on Tinder. I'm just saying these are the facts, okay? We're blue. We're blue. We're blue and, and gray. And she's getting an iPhone. Soothing blue and she's gray. She's getting an iPhone, well, so good. it's going to work out well. <laughs> but, I, yeah, but, but the, yeah, and, and I, I really like the AirPod design. I have them. I like them, you know. But, yeah, these weird, these, the, it, what's weird is that the AirPod Pro looks sort of like the, the knockoff AirPod type shit. You a know, it bit. looks like yeah. it looks like what I pass in Walmart on the yes. like rack where you could just steal them if you wanted to. Yeah. And here's on my way to, to buy the AirPods. And that's the thing. Uh, our buddy Max, he Shout was trying Max. to he was trying to convince me. No oh, HR issues on this one, Max. Yeah. He tried to convince me that oh well they look the same when they're in your ear, and I try to convince him like well that's not the point. I don't like them aesthetically. I think they look. To be perfectly honest, I think they look ugly. Yeah. Just looking at them. They yeah, look like when you hair put, dryers. Yeah. They look like little plants for zombie plants. Yes, that's yeah. exactly what they look mm-hmm. like. Yeah. And for me... I can't take them seriously. It's, again, I love the AirPods because it's kind of a similar style to the EarPods, the ear you know, earbuds, which worked for my ears. But I know a lot of people say it was a little small or didn't fit well. Remember, Apple used to have tips for their for their earphones. And a, pe- a lot of people, again, I've been with Apple for the last almost 20-some years. I remember a lot of the legacy devices. These are good-looking devices when they're in your ear. There's a lot of positive reviews. There's sweat and water resistance. Great. I love it. That's that's all positive news. But give it to me in the standard AirPod form, if, if possible. But, yeah. again, that's my end rant for AirPod Pros because, again, what pro feature... Again, this kind of goes back to the everything. We're going to name everything I. I this. I that. I stood for internet. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I stood for internet. This was Steve Jobs. He said this. I, iPad. I, okay. iPod, internet, pod, whatever device connects to iTunes, which connects to the internet and does this, right? Yeah, I remember uh, Jeff Goldblum telling me all about it on his iMac commercials. Yeah. Are you? I don't know if that yeah. might be before your no, time. I, but yeah. Like I'm, I've got the iMac. I'm, I'm getting the email, and I'm part of the party. <laughs> and the party it was time. I was the internet party. It was a bit. That was just one of the best ad campaigns ever. I yeah. wanted one of those iMacs so bad. Yeah. Oh yeah, those colorful iMacs. The color ones. Yeah. yeah. The iMac four, G4s. Uh, they dope. were they were amazing. Here's what I'm gonna say uh, in terms of the Apple bandwagon. 
I'm still on them. They haven't given me a reason to drop them yet. Jump off the bandwagon. I still love the bandwagon. It's just, for me, I'm missing a little bit of that innovation. And this has been their biggest gripe for the last 15 years. They don't, quote unquote, they don't innovate. Well, what is innovation? To be the first to do something or to actually make it more widely available and innovative for people, quote unquote, or the layman, the average everyday user. I'm very much in that second group. Innovation meaning is more widely adopted. You're actually making things that are worthwhile. But that's just me, right? From a tech perspective, I'm okay with Android and I actually don't have a hatred for Android users or the Google side. They're they're pushing each other and that's the good thing. But Google's kind of getting in this camp too. Look at their Pixel 4. Man, they went real conservative. They don't add an ultra wide camera. They've still got the notch. They this, 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 list, 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 right? And a lot of Android users are like, whoa, why, why would I buy a Pixel 4 when I could easily get a OnePlus 7T Pro? Again, that Pro moniker, right? Oh, why not, why not I get this LG G5, G7 and pay $300 less? Again, Android and the Android market the marketplace in terms of the actual not the apps but the actual marketplace in the u.s and in the world and on an android great. android phone you spend you know two hundred dollars you spend a thousand dollars on your phone it doesn't matter you're still going to be ugly green when that chick yep, from when, tinder texts you yep. from her iphone plenty of fish okay cupid yeah you know, you're it's still a weird be that ugly green you need every advantage you can get every you know let's let's jump into this you know what let's this is a nice segue out this is non-sports now. We're we're off the sports talk a little bit right now. We'll still give you the update on the San Fran. Boy, oh boy, I'm going to tell you something. Real talk. Being an Asian male in the Midwest is like playing Tinder on hard mode. Oh, Ooh. hard mode? Yeah, hard mode, man. Oh, man. Whew. Sorry about that. Yeah, it's like playing on hard mode. It's just like, oh, I got it one swipe. Cool. Yeah, I love it. Well, it's a numbers game. It is no, and that's and that's a thing, especially take into account males in this society of the Tinder game. Minority, you know. I wouldn't say I'm like the, a good looking guy, but I'm yeah, I'm not bad. Good looking guy. I'm, I'm okay. Yeah, I'm I appreciate it. Yeah, well, I'm okay. I'll, I'll say it. I'll say it. You're a good looking <laughs> guy. But yeah, I'm just like man. Uh, this is like playing hard mode. This is like definitely harder. Well, we might need to. I, I, I might need to see what you're swiping because you know. <laughs> well, I'm no. I'm now off the Tinder game. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Me too. No more Tinder. No, I'm. I'm taken for now. So. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. But um. But yeah, I find that you know you just swipe a whole lot and <laughs> try and. Now hold well. on. Let me ask. Are you on Tinder Gold? No. No. Just I, regular. Hit your daily max. I probably can't talk about this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I probably should not. Okay, I won't push it. But we can get into it at some sure, possibly we'll some point down the line. Down but my the life's line. complicated. Things change yeah, all the I time. You never know. Yeah. Happen. No, I get it. But like I said, I'm not blaming. I'm not being, oh, poor little me. I'm currently I'm just, not on Tinder or Bumble at all. Either. and not, Me neither. None. None of it. None of it. It's all been deleted. Right. I will say this. Facebook dating was pretty good. I didn't know Facebook had a date. They had it. They do. They released this like two months ago. Oh, see, I've been off Facebook for like a year. Yeah, you had to you had to have Facebook Mobile. You can only use on the mobile. 
Facebook. But yeah, that's where I met my current boo. Ooh, I kind of like that. And yeah, it's uh, kind of like that. Idea. Worked out well for me. It's it's it. I mean, that makes perfect sense that they would kind of segue into that dating game. Yeah. Then oh, they have easily. All your profile information. Yeah. And, Everyone know, yeah. else was saying, "Do you want to use Google or Facebook to log in?" I'll just use Facebook. It already has my good pictures. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. But yeah, let's uh, kind of segue into another area. Um, looks like halftime. Joe Buck and Troy Aikman. Aikman just continues to look like a freaking cherry tomato. Yeah, what is going on? He is just he? gets more and more red. <laughs> For as much as people don't like Joe Buck, he does a good quality co- like a yeah, quality cast. Funny. I like watching when he's talking now. People say, oh, Joe Buck sucks. Oh, I hate when he talks against my team. It's like, he really doesn't hate your team. He's just trying to do the... He's one of the better commentators Gotta in the market. You, I, I like Joe Buck thanks to the second best uh, sports podcast, which, you know, part of my take shot. <laughs> Him going on that podcast made me really enjoy Joe Buck, actually. Yeah, he's great. Uh, who is this? Who's running the bike? I can't. 41. Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, 21 to 7 at half. Kyler Murray's got his, uh, yeah, getting his throw in motion. Doesn't look like they're pumped up. They just <laughs> nope. they just gave We're pretty lethargic. Yeah, they just gave they just gave a, away a touchdown thanks to their dumbass coach's timeout. Ooh, look at these stats. Cliff Kingsbury is going to owe me fifty bucks by the end of this. <laughs> right, a, dear Mister Kingsbury. Mister Kingsbury, we are the ba- Casey Bakery. My buddy here, Jeff, bet fifty bucks on you. He wants a refund. I want a refund. He if, wants if, a refund. If. If the 49ers win this game by 17 points, I'm gonna want I'm gonna want 50 bucks. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Was it 17? Well, my bookie started at 10 and a half. I was like, our pickums got it nine. Nine. And a half. I was like, wait, 17. Shit. My bookie's got it at 10 and a half. So it, it, 17. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. Both of these teams are kicking it short. I don't yeah. know what's going on. Well, it's a Bill Belichick thing. He's he's been doing that recently. Now that they moved the touch back up to 25 yards, mm-hmm. he's been doing like a kind of long arch. Yeah. Try and land it within the five and, you know, have them every mm-hmm. yard you can get. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I would be, I would actually, he's the genius. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'd err on I the would, side of the touchback. Yeah. Why not? Because San Fran just picked up five more yards. They're now at the 30. Right. Why? I don't know. Well, no, they're, well, yeah. Yeah. You're right. At the 30. Yeah. So what else you got? So. Uh-huh. We're going to talk about, oh, God, Garoppolo's coming out shooting hot. But, yeah, uh, yeah, I have not been – we're going to go back to the Pick'em's League. I started off very well, I should say. Not like the first – the first week was we, we tied, and we did pretty decent, and then I've just been on this weird, like, rut. These last, like, three weeks, four weeks. It's just tinkering. Rut. Yeah, it's, it's the, the tinkering. tinkering. Got to quit the tinkering. Yeah, we got to stop. I have to stop tinkering because that's what's doing me in. So last week was bad for me again. We did, but I didn't tinker this time. I got six. And so I'm like, well, maybe I need to tinker a little bit. That's where it's like, maybe tinker a little bit. Maybe I get more info, check my stats. I don't know. I just hope starting the rest of the season, because we're halfway through the season now. Yep. I need to start climbing. I need to start getting to them sad. teens. It's kind of sad yeah, that we're halfway through. Halfway, yeah. It's been it's gone by quick. Halfway through the regular season, yeah. yeah. We're in week nine. Yep, that's yeah. like like halfway through. Like it it 
what what time will it be? You know, it's it's gonna be around three o'clock this Sunday. We will like basically be at the exact halfway point yeah. of this season. Yep. Yeah, but in terms of, I think this season might have a midlife crisis. <laughs> well, it is the NFL 100 year, right? You know, maybe they hit that 100 year mid season <laughs> mid sports. Crisis. By the way, <laughs> third and six, no fucking problem converting that first down Kevin Coleman because and the, the Cardinals, the, even if the Cardinals are going to get off the field, Cliff Kingsbury will have called a timeout. Yep. Timeout. Hold on. <laughs> Never mind. Let's give the 49ers another shot at this. Yeah. This is absolutely an amazing game. I love watching San Fran because I like watching Kyle Shanahan's offense. He plays. An amazing game. San yeah. Fran's up by two touchdowns marching down the field. <sighs> this is the beauty of sports betting. It's amazing because the line's in play. <laughs> game's over <laughs> but yeah for the most part uh i was hoping we'd see cynthia come back Ooh, a little too high that's okay garoppolo i will say this one critique on garoppolo i don't like his base his throwing base it's just way too wide for me i just don't think it looks that good it's not a good throwing motion i think he needs to work on the off season now, obviously not now because it's working but work on the off get your throwing motion he's very fixed. good he's just not I don't think he's ever going to be great. He's just good. And good's really? fine. Yeah. Yeah, but... You don't think he's going to hit that echelon with Kyle? No. Matt Ryan did. Well, I mean, he RG3 might. Right, did. right. You know what? I think... It was, thank you for mentioning Matt Ryan. Because yeah. I th- I think Jimmy G's ceiling is Matt Ryan. Is which, Matt Ryan. Okay, which, which is, is an MVP. He had Super an MVP appearance. season. Went to a... Right, right. Yeah. And so, I mean, not a... I mean, a, a, a good... A very good quarterback. But I'm not going to call Matt Ryan a great quarterback. And I don't think Kyle Shanahan's ever going to be... Or, Never mind. Kyle Shanahan, great coach. Is Jimmy great Garoppolo, coach. I don't think is ever going to be a great quarterback. Really? Yeah, no, I don't think so. Even, I don't think Bill Belichick lets him go. I, I know there's been all that talk of the the drama and Tom Brady wanted him. I, if if Jimmy G was going to be a great quarterback, Bill Belichick, it's cold dead hands from Bill Belichick. Yeah, I don't think he's going to be a great quarterback. I think he's a good quarterback. Oh wow! <laughs> don't throw a flag on that. That guy like. Was that a cornerback sack, no, or is that that's a, a that's linebacker. a grown ass yeah. linebacker was like piggybacked on Jimmy yeah, Jean's back? It looked like he could have carried him around. Garoppolo was doing a good morning. Yeah, that was a workout. Good morning, where impressive. you just had the barbell on your shoulders and you just bend over. Yeah, and he just stood he there. Almost, he almost <laughs> he just stood he almost right here. One, two. That was like three seconds. Come on, what are you doing, Jimmy? You got to get down. This will be. Wow. <laughs> it's like up. he wanted to piggyback him. You'll you'll see this on Sports Center. Well, they got the they got the you know, the punt. Look at yeah, that. Golly, that's I want, short. I want a big Kyler Murray drive here. This looks like a good old time for some Kyler Murray Uh-oh. trash time. Uh oh. No blocks okay. in the back. Oh, All right, there it is. That, yep. yeah. Saw the Send flag. it back. There's certainly a block in the back. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe they roughed the punter. Maybe Arizona found another way to keep their defense on the field. One last time. But we got our picks. I like them. Oh, we didn't talk. Well, we won't talk about the tiebreaker, but I will talk about my tiebreaker points for at least the money in that game. I'll say this. I think it's going to be 42. That's just me. I like it. Does anybody else? So here's what I do for the tiebreaker. This is just going to be a bonus for anyone in our pick and pool who actually listens to this. (laughs) To the very end. Yeah. I always pick 50 to start. And if I'm not in it, I don't change it because why would I? So, you know, you don't get a peek at what my strat is. But yeah. let me tell you what my strat actually is. 
I take the over under and I adjust it by three points in the direction I think it's going to go. Okay. Right. Because it becomes like a price is right situation where you could do it by just one point, but I think maybe someone else will do it by one point. Yeah. So then I've got to do it by two points. But what if someone else thinks about that and does it by two points? Yeah. So I do it by three points. By three. By three. Well, in my case, I've locked my picks in. They're ready. Now, again, we do have picks that we are garnered for change. Right. Depending on the news given Sunday morning. Right. So there may be a subject one to change. or two. Yeah, subject to change. Yep. My, my, my Detroit pick could turn to Oakland. My... That's pretty much the main one that I might yeah. change. My Pittsburgh pick could switch to Indy. Ooh. That's about it. Yeah. No, I hear you. So we're going to go ahead and wrap up the podcast. We're at about an hour, 30 minutes. Yeah, it's a good we'll time. Do some, yeah, this actually, we kind of streamlined. Kept it tighter. It probably would have been longer if we had Cynthia here because we would have gotten the Sin City uh, perspective. Right. Yeah. But she kind of disappeared on us. But that's a little bit my fault. We're going to go ahead and uh, sign off here every Thursday. Now, we are in talks of maybe doing a two a week. Right. I just so. need to not be hungover for three days, and maybe yeah. we can make that happen. We can make it happen. I'm not, I might be doing a no-drink November. You'll yeah. have a lot more energy for me on these podcasts. Oh, yeah. No, energy's good now. Yeah. Well, thanks. Yeah, I like good. It. Good. Yeah. yeah. I like the energy we have here. Yeah, I think so. I think we had a good one. Uh, so, happy Halloween to those that celebrated. Happy Please be Halloween. safe. Be safe trick-or-treat also for those actually one pro tip if you find a child or someone with a blue pumpkin or basket it's actually to let you know that they're autistic and that they may not have the social cues to ask or say trick-or-treat so just to give them candy ah, very so good a nice little pro tip for any parents out there that may not know for future references yeah blue uh little candy bag or yeah. That's really good to know. Yeah. I didn't know that, and I, you know, I actually have a house now, so I should know these types of things. So that is yeah. good to know. And if you find a little kid with an iPhone XS <laughs> that's cracked not on the screen side but on the back side, may or may not be signed into a, an Apple account, you fuck that kid up, and you bring that phone to me. Side note: Don't actually fuck the kid up. Don't you fuck would, the kid up. Don't fuck the kid up. But Just maybe confiscate like a, the phone. Take the phone. All right, we're going to sign off. My name's Kevin. My name's Jeff. Thanks for listening. KC Bakery, episode two in the books. In the books. Thanks, guys.